Please be seated. Father, we pray that we would see Jesus in all his glory. We ask this in his precious name. Amen. Have you ever had your hopes dashed? Or your dreams crushed? You had expected something to happen. You were sure that it was all going to turn out the way that you expected and planned. And then you watched it all crumble before your eyes. It's devastating, isn't it? soul-destroying. And all the more so when your hope was in God. But God didn't do what you wanted him to do or expected him to do. And so, where do you turn? What do you do in that situation? If you're anything like the two in our Bible reading tonight, you make for home. They had followed Jesus. They were excited about what was about to happen. They were looking forward to all that God was about to do through Jesus. But then it didn't turn out the way that they had imagined. Their dreams had turned to despair and they turned for home they're walking home to Emmaus it's just slightly farther than walking from Armagh to Rich Hill but they were leaving the big city of Jerusalem and setting out for the old familiar they had given up their Jesus dreams They were going back to the same old, same old. And as they walk, they talk. They talk about everything that had happened. And then a stranger comes along and joins them. We're told that it's Jesus, but they don't know that at this point, that they are kept from recognising him. And he wants to know what they're talking about. As if there could be anything else to talk about that weekend in Jerusalem. Do you mean to say you haven't heard? What things, the stranger says, about Jesus of Nazareth. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Can you hear the hope and then the despair? We had hoped that he was going to redeem Israel, that he was going 
to set us free. We thought he was the one, but not anymore. The dream had died with him. Their hopes were nailed to his cross. Now, as if the despair wasn't bad enough, uh, then they simply can't understand what had gotten into some of the women who had followed Jesus. They had gone to the tomb. They hadn't found his body. They say they saw angels who told them he was alive. Some others went to find the tomb just as the women had said, but they didn't find Jesus. It's all very confusing, isn't it? But as for us, we're heading home. We've given up on the Jesus thing. Our hopes have been dashed and our dreams have died. The stranger then shares some strange words with them. He says, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. How long would it take to walk from Armagh? To Rich Hill. Anyone do it this evening? No? Google Maps says about two hours. If they were talking, it might have taken them a little longer. But for two hours, roughly, they have a Bible study with Jesus as he teaches them all that the Old Testament scriptures said about his death on the cross and his resurrection. They've walked for about two hours or so. By now they're just turning into Rich Hill. They're coming up the main street. But the stranger looks as if he's going further. But it's getting dark. And so they invite him in. Inside, the stranger does something very strange. He's the visitor. He's the guest, but he starts to act like the host. He's the one who takes the bread, he gives thanks, he breaks it, he gives it to them. And in that moment, they recognize that it's Jesus. And in that moment, Jesus disappears. Those Actions taking and blessing and breaking and giving. They're what Jesus did at the feeding of the 5,000. And they're what Jesus did at the Last Supper. In that moment, they recognize Jesus. And they know for sure that their hope has not died. Rather, it was through the cross and the resurrection that their hope was realized. It was God's plan all along. 
the cross was their hope. They recognised how their hearts burned within them when he opened the scriptures to them. I don't know if you know you had too much for dinner today and maybe you have a little bit of heartburn now. This is the right kind of heartburn. To know Jesus explaining the scriptures to us. Explaining how it all points to him, how his cross and resurrection is the centre of everything, how it's all about Jesus. At once, no matter how tired they might have been, having walked the whole way from Jerusalem to Emmaus, no matter how dark it was getting, at once they got up and returned to Jerusalem. I imagine that they ran those seven miles back up the road they had already traveled that day because it was joy that put strength in their legs and a song in their hearts. And when they arrived to meet the 11 and the others, uh, the disciples cry out, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. And then they tell their story of how they recognized Jesus. Their hope was restored because Jesus was alive. He had redeemed Israel not despite the cross, but because of the cross. He had to suffer and then enter his glory. Jesus has done it all and is now glorified. This is the truth that transforms. Those weary, downhearted disciples are turned into joy-filled, hopeful disciples. Knowing that Jesus is alive changes everything. And it can change our lives as well. Perhaps tonight you find yourself trudging along your Emmaus road. You had hoped, but your dream has died. But you can dream again. Find your story in Jesus' story. And find your hopes and dreams restored in him. How could that change your Sunday night or your Monday morning? Or rather, how will that change your Sunday night and your Monday morning? Jesus is alive. He has conquered our enemies. He gives us hope for today and tomorrow and always. Discover that he is walking with you tonight. And find in him the hope that never dies. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you so much for this amazing, wonderful good news. We thank you for the change that it brought about for those two disciples on the Emmaus Road. We thank you for the change that it will bring in our lives as well. Father, we pray that you would indeed transform us with this truth. Restore our hope. Ground our hope in the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.